0: On this episode we play teacher, discuss the future of Markel Fultz and ask where are all the Marvel shows going? Ladies and gentlemen, this is Nerds and Basketball. afternoon and good evening. Oh, I said it again. My name is Poe Charmone messing up the intro once again. And this is CJ, the DJ. He didn't mess up the... He did great on the intro. You did great, man. Come on. No. Welcome, it, welcome. It, you know what? It's just like, I'm fine with the intro because we got that typed out. But I really need to type out... How, what do you say? It's like, good morning, good evening. And it, then I say... It's did you say good, good afternoon? no no I say good
1: yeah I did actually
0: good morning good afternoon and good evening you know what I think I said good night once and it's been tripping my ever since because you're like oh gosh I just told them to go to sleep <laughs> that's what the podcast is for huh
1: yeah for people to sleep uh,
0: in. <laughs> uh, so how have you been How was your oh week? uh, my
1: week's been fine <clears throat> for some reason I've um I don't know it just it's just been good I I have no complaints School, nice, nice. food. Uh, it's the same bulk. The
0: same bulk, yeah, it's bulk yeah Yeah. Oh But uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, CJ the DJ has been quite humble because uh, right before the show started, he was telling me about how he oh, went no. full LeBron James onto a basket. Yes, yeah, I'm talking I actually broke. 360, 360, jumping over Giannis Antetokounmpo, dunk. That's what I'm talking about. Folks. Yeah, like... um. <laughs>
1: Like his hisondra or whatever the hell is.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. His, oh, that's gonna be so fun to see later on. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna call him Mario. His name is Mario. Mario, okay, Mario. It is.
1: <laughs> oh, well, that means that <laughs> makes sense because he jumped over. He jumped over. Ah, <laughs> uh...
0: <laughs> did he like jump on top of you know, like Giannis and Nupo and like and then like Giannis just like flipped off screen basically and like basically. he got like a fire, yeah, you got a fire mushroom out of it. That's how it works. Yeah,
1: you know what's insane though? He only but... got two points. That on that one dunk was his only score.
0: <laughs> I don't know no if you know that. Yonis, no wonder Giannis wants to punch him. <laughs> <It's> so funny, <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay, but we will get into that later. But yes, how about DJ you, DJ po-
1: Sherman? How are you?
0: Oh yes, yes. But before CJ DJ, just to make it facts clear, I was just having some fun. But he actually did get a dunk progress is progress this is progress
1: no i yeah. it doesn't count as a dunk because i didn't have a ball on me i was just trying to touch rim and for some reason that day i actually grabbed the rim. but it was only for a second i didn't i don't. i wasn't able to do a pull-up on it not yet, at least. not yet eventually almost there almost there
0: almost there yeah. and and folks at home cjdj is approximately 5'9 but it's a tall 5'9 if you know what i mean like it's,
1: it's, the, it's a a, yeah
0: it's a slim 5'9 it's a slim 5'9 no it's yeah slim shady slim shady oh my gosh okay you're either cj dj or get one you pick one you stick with it okay okay fine fine dj cj dj cj, <laughs> DJ, CJ. i'm happy okay. with DJ. yeah my uh my week's been pretty good actually yeah not bad um weird weather we're having but otherwise i'm good i'm enjoying my book it's quite a long book so again for people that remember i'm reading fire and blood it's like the expansion book on um sort of uh song of ice and fire which is what game of thrones is based off of it's a really interesting read uh, it's like mm. over 700 pages and it's like a dense 700 pages so i'm getting through it and it's it's a nice read like i said i'm glad to get back into the habit of reading and i hope to continue it as you know december winds down everything like that you know getting some shopping getting some shopping done um hitting the gym not not as well as cjdj i'll say that oh, but i'm hitting the gym still Bulking a little, and uh, yeah, otherwise it's uh, pretty good so far, pretty good. That's good, that's good
1: to hear. If you need a program, I got you, you know.
0: Uh, well, yeah, how's your program? Did you start that yet?
1: Oh, so I'm starting that um around, actually because of December. I'm probably not yeah. going to start that in mid-January, I guess. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of rebuilding my habits because I've recently mm. gotten into a lot of sugar craving. So I've yeah. been cutting, cutting sugar so the steps I would take to cut sugar would be be on one day out. But yeah. uh, the goal is by the end of December, I should have 80% of the days where I did not eat. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Other than that, um, program wise, if you need something, something so simple as there's like four movements that you can pick up. Um, mm-hmm. Dips and deadlifts. On one day and then mm-hmm. pull-ups and front squats on another day so interchange that between Monday so Monday and Thursday would be dips and deadlifts Tuesdays and Friday would be pull-ups and front squats and then Wednesday Saturday Sunday would usually be rest slash high intensity that's it that's your that's a very simple very basic program and then uh, eat well I you can lose a solid 5 pounds or not lose but gain five pounds of muscle but then lose five pounds it, like, so probably stay in the same weight but probably build a
0: solid amount but you but you get something good out of it okay oh yeah i'll keep that in mind i'm looking at those those a lot of like compound lifts right mm-hmm. there and those are the ones those are the ones that get you sweating if you know what i mean right yeah exactly. folks just like honestly i say this right now sticking to iso is probably like it's not the best thing to always stick to ice i would That'd say for say, sure no because no, those compound lift that's where you kind of that's where you get it okay so now that we're talking about um how um, in shape cjdj is compared <laughs> to me i think it's time hey. for us to discuss this thing called basketball this yeah um, let's do it. yeah this thing called basketball okay so for our weekly raptors watch so this as we discussed last week the raptors were gonna have a pretty tough december and i was looking at their next week and it's pretty tough as well But in my opinion, this was really the first tough week in this kind of stretch right now. Um, We're going to play teacher, and I'm going to ask you to grade them, basically. So the Raps this week, they played the Warriors, the Grizzlies, and the Cavs. Three excellent teams, right? Okay, well, two and one very subpar team, the Warriors. But going back to what I was going about. So all these games, the Raptors won. How would you grade them, considering how did they win was it close? Was it a blowout? What did you get out of these games?
1: Um. So for the Grizzlies, as I said during last week's podcast, I thought it was going to be a proper blowout be- between. Yes. Clearly, it was a lot closer than I was expecting, but I think that was a really solid game. It was back and forth, right? From yeah. what I remember. Well, as
0: I as I remember, um, the Grizzlies were up by quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, like six, 17. Points going into the fourth quarter, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: No, but they um the the Raptors, you know, they as as they should, they took control of the latter part of the thing, which is good. Um like I said, it's a good it's a good indicator of who they are as a te- or how strong they are as a team, um mm-hmm. at the at least at the end of the game. Now for the Warriors it's interesting. But actually before I go into the Warriors, with the Cavs it's just I mean the East goes through the cabs, so that was actually pretty insane that they won, surprise. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, so for the Warriors, it's an interesting conversation because when I was watching that game, we were up by a lot during the, yes. I think, the, the yes. third and the fourth and all that, but then they caught up, and just KD being KD, I think he yeah. went 51 that night. What's you, insane?
0: Think, no, go ahead. I think it was like 53. That's just a little thing, but yeah, go on, go on.
1: What's insane is that Curry wasn't there Draymond wasn't. wasn't there And Cousins mm-hmm. wasn't there mm-hmm. So I had this conversation With my old man I asked him Okay if the Warriors Or sorry If the Raptors And it's not really struggling They just kept up The The Raptors kept up with War, Warriors Right uh, They did well mm-hmm. They were able to uh, Shut them down defensively Which is good But yeah. If the Raptors Kept up and did their best And won the game With that team right now Imagine The starting lineups of Curry Thompson KD green and cousin in the mm-hmm. nba finals mm-hmm. that's a tough that's a tough bat that's a almost that, a four or no team
0: that yeah yeah i i know what you're saying right now and you know what when i first saw the raptors dissipate, there was like a lot of things we're mm-hmm. talking about this warriors game because this is probably gonna be your main focus grizzlies was just like a really nitty-gritty game and mm-hmm. you know as much as we joke the Cavs game was kind of if they lost the Cavs game then it'd be like okay what, what went wrong there they beat the Cavs and that's fine, whatever. Cavs are Cavs. Um, But going back to the Warriors, <clears throat> a lot of things went through my mind. Um, one of the announcers, when he saw the Warriors come back, and it wasn't all Kevin Durant, but Kevin Durant was probably the biggest factor for the Warriors come back. But he made a good point where he said, no matter how up the Raptors are going into the fourth quarter, it's almost, there's always a chance with the Raptors, it seems that they dissipate that lead, like they lose that lead. And I, and I thought to myself, and I'm just saying this, like, anecdotally, or I'm just like, it does seem like that where the Raptors are very strong throughout the game, but then in the fourth quarter, they just start slipping a little. Like, they let shots go, their defense isn't great, they start missing shots. Do, do you think similar?
1: I think very similar. It's very obvious. Um, what what happens there and from what I've seen over the past couple of years, even with uh, Dwayne's, you know, is that... Yeah. They get really comfortable really quick. Like, mm-hmm. if they if they have a solid 10, 11 lead, they're like, okay, let's put, in, um, let's put in our bench. Not the bench warmers, but the bench. And let's get them to hold it down. We don't have to hold the 10-point lead. You just got to push mm-hmm. them off. Right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a bad mentality. I think when you're at a 10-point lead, you should always strive for more points. Always. Always try to... Not necessarily, uh, not necessarily just hold them down from getting the uh, closing down the gap, but to actually expand the gap.
0: I agree with that so much. I agree with that a lot. Ten points is like ten points. You know, it sounds like oh, that's a lot. Like you're up by ten points. Hmm. Honestly, it's it's not that much to be honest, right? Because if you think about it, you hit like a couple threes. You hit two threes. It's a four point game then. And you're like, this is a close game, right? Yeah. Ten points isn't much. And like I know what you mean. It's the Raptors always been relying, they always rely on their bench for a good reason because they have a great bench, right? And you don't want to overwork your starters, especially with Kawhi there. But, um, I, I kind of know what you mean, where it's just like they kind of let it dissipate, they kind of get too comfortable. And it, it seems like they always give the opportunity for like a player like, you know, Kevin Durant just to like kind of like. Love- light up again right and like take that game into ot because at that point i think there was they were nearly up 20 points at that game and you know what you bring up a really good point too this is not a full strength warriors team no staff no draymond who were they playing with quinn cook um like just like a bunch of like like role players guys that don't do much igu is there too but you know um has been talking about retiring soon as well the thing is, the issue with, like, you know, getting DeMarcus Cousins, Kevin, Kevin Durant, they kind of lost some of their depth, but, you know, they made up with it by getting, like, an all-star in return. Um, But, yeah, going on to that point, like, I was kind of surprised to see them. I thought this would be, like, a nice, comfortable win because a lot of other teams that have beaten the Warriors in this kind of slide they've had, it's been fairly comfortable wins. Even when they played Detroit the other day, um, Detroit, I think, comfortably beat them pretty well, actually. Um Versus um uh regular time, um pretty even at the end too. So again, it just kind of makes me think I'm like, why is this rap team not able to close? I mean, I think it's like a mentality that just like is steady. But again, you bring up the point where it's just like Dwayne Casey's not there anymore. Um, you know, DeMar DeRozan's not even there anymore. Why is this like constant throughout this Raptors team? I it's
1: just maybe it's a mindset thing, maybe it's I don't know, honestly. Maybe it's a defensive thing. Maybe it. Then again, you, you. Uh, by the way, I, I definitely agree now with what you've said before. With um, Danny Green, he does bring a lot of defense. Team. Mm-hmm. I've only yeah. recently seen him close out KD, even Thompson, which, by the way, he held down pretty well against Thompson. He did. Because Thompson played. But- he was dry. He wasn't that great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe it's. I wouldn't call it coaching. Perhaps it's just because they they rely too heavily on their bench, which is fine, right? They they Mm -hmm. which is a good thing to have. It's a good thing to have a solid bench to but mm-hmm. like I said before, you have to you have to build, on just be, and say, okay, we got a ten point lead. Uh, let's just you know hold them down, hold a ten point lead. Don't hold a ten point lead. Build on it, add more, you know. More. And and I think another thing do the, the, that they do, and I've noticed it um, for the past couple of games, even with the Cavs, was that they slow down the, their game halfway around. And I think it makes sense because it's halftime and people are exhausted and everything. But um, to hold a pace where I'd rather have a very consistent. Mm-hmm. Rhythm throughout the entire game versus having a super fast-paced game up top all the way up to the second to the first half and then by the second half they're slowing down, which is probably yeah. why um, people take advantage of that because they'll say they'll see oh, okay let's just let them let them get the lead uh, mm-hmm. all the way up to the second half uh, um at the end of the second half and then once the or sorry all the way up to the first half and then once the second half comes around let's, mm-hmm. let's push through because that's the point where they they've already puffed out right? So, maybe they, that's it. They popped
0: out, yeah. 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 They, How about you? What do you maybe think? They, uh, yeah, maybe they go too hard in those points. Uh, I think, you know, we have to also put in, like, mind that Kevin Durant had, like, insane game. Um, like I said, 51, 53, I'm not too sure. 51, I'll trust you on this one. Um, but did you see some of the three-point shots he was making? Kevin Durant, before, um, before that real game, he was actually in a huge three-point slump. I think he was shooting about 20% from the three point line, which is not a Kevin Durant shooter, and he's been doing that for maybe it's been like that for about five six games. And yeah. he came, he kind of came out of his funk this game, right? Um, do you see him pull up from the logo? Yeah, I saw that. I was just that, saying, As a, yeah. Drake saw him do that. Oh gosh, I'll get back to that. Um, he, <laughs> he got the shot in, um, and then there was that turnaround three that you sent me to. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! That was no, terrible. Kevin Durant, he was he was something else that game. He was just like a different mode, right? And you know what? I'll say this. They beat the Warriors. That's still an achievement. They beat the Grizz. Um, that's still an achievement. Um, it was probably not the prettiest against the Warriors or the Grizzlies, considering how they were behind. But I like the fact that they were down and they were able to come back still, because that's a tough thing to do, especially against a really defensively minded team like the Grizzlies, which like really oh, yeah. slow down the game and really just like you know like really play nitty-gritty stuff and they really got back into it so i was glad to see that right um overall though i'm really happy this team is up in the east i think they're four games ahead on second who with milwaukee which is a great thing actually yeah and that you know that like if they could like really distance themselves in the east it's going to be really helpful because i have a feeling um boston is coming back and like oh we don't have this in the show notes too um but this is so true um just going over to the Celtics. I guess who had a really good game on the Celtics? Uh Kyrie? Gordon Hayward. Gordon oh, Hayward whoa. almost got a triple double. He got thirty points and he looked good. He looked like the old uh Gordon Hayward in that game. And it okay. just made me think and it just made me think I'm like here's Gordon Hayward, right? If he gets really back into this, there's the Celtics team. We like the Celtics team has been struggling, but I never doubted that they'll come back. What the Raptors really need to do is create a bigger gap, push through this tough time. And if they can really do it, I think they can hurt, hold on to this first seed. And I was glad to see what they were able to do this week. Um, let's see, hope it continues. So, mm-hmm, in terms mm-hmm. of grading, if I was going to give them a grade for this week, this was an easy, this was an A minus. This was an A minus to me, I would say.
1: Yeah, same here. I think around A minus, maybe an A. Generous. Generous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe, um... You know what? I'd say because of what Kawhi has been doing, he's been very (laughs) consistent too. I think if they just keep up... See... See the reason why they've been resting Kawhi and they ha- he hasn't played a lot of back to backs is because you know they wanted to keep it. But I think it's also a smart play on their end. Um, that that brings a lot of the core and to come out and well, Kawhi's not here. It's time. For, it's time for me to shine. It's time to get my value up. So in case that the Raptors win the chip or they don't, get money, get more money in a different team, right? So that's true. That's um, so true. By sitting Kawhi out. Not only are you building your team up, you're helping your strongest player be healthy for the upcoming mm-hmm. postseason, right? You gotta look, you gotta look that far ahead. Yeah. We are this, we are in December, yeah. Uh, February's around, comes around, and it's gonna be, you know, the most important day of the year, which is trade deadline, yeah, uh, right? And not just that, too, it's not just trade deadline, too. All-star, This we're just like the halfway point the season you get through the final couple of games and once you're halfway through it's the finals you
0: know it's it's gonna be insane i really do genuinely think that it's gonna be the raptors you know what before the season started you saying something like that to me i would call you crazy because i really felt the celtics had like a nice stranglehold considering this raptors team talk to me around that february time we'll see how the east looks yeah And you know know what? I'll be honest. We'll we'll see how it goes because this Mm -hmm. is this has been really impressive. But I hate to temper expectations. But if we look back to the Pacers, this is 2012, 2013. Mm -hmm. The Pacers were insanely good their first half. They were actually they were basically I think they were on par with what the Raptors are doing right now in terms of winning. This is before um, the All Star break. After the All Star break, Lance Stevenson comes arguments in the locker room, they dip down. And then they lose to Miami. But before, before when they were number one in the East, and they were really showing, like, they were really developing themselves as a team. They were so good that they were one of the featured teams in the, uh, the new NBA. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. That's how good they were. This was a great team. I love this team. This is the team that made me the biggest Pacers. Uh, but the issue is, they dip down, and it's really like a testing point at that, uh, that like kind of that mid-season point point all around the all-star game, can this team continue this strength going into the playoffs, right? Like or do they just completely dip down this internal feuds get to so I was optimistic for that Pacers team to actually make it to the final um but LeBron James happened. But this team <laughs> talked to me around that time and I'm gonna give it you an answer. But the crazy thing is I kind of agree with you the door is open the Raptors can make these finals in my yeah, opinion. Definitely the Celtics should be kind of worried worried. I think Still say the Celtics got this, but it doesn't help that Philadelphia has been on an excellent run so far. And, you know, we'll see how it goes. We will see how it goes. But, yeah, A- minus for this week. Um, Let's talk about their upcoming schedule. So, the games are playing. So, tomorrow, they're playing the Nuggets. And Nuggets have been looking really nice um, lately. Uh, And you have to remember, the Nuggets are key players, right? They're missing um, Will Barton. Will Barton was an excellent swing man on their team, actually. He did a lot. Um, and he really did help them win last year. Mm-hmm. Him adding to this team is just going to make it that much better. Oh yeah, Isaiah Thomas. Are you one? Of, do you believe Isaiah Thomas could become? Could do you think he get to Isaiah Thomas levels again? I think he can get to. A solid player,
1: not I, not the Celtics. IT. Level. I think the injuries already put him out of the game so long. Mm-hmm. That it's going to be hard. Then again, then again, I said the same about Rose, and look what he's doing yeah. right now. Um, yeah,
0: you know, I wouldn't yeah. cut him out. I wouldn't count him out. If if uh, Isaiah Thomas on that team could become like a twenty point guy off the bench, that will be insane. Oh yeah, that would be crazy. A welcome that would addition. Be, that would be even though he, he is a defensive liability. That would be a nice offensive weapon you use, right? Oh, yeah. Just get this guy to can score real quick. Even Definitely. if he needs rest, he'll be on the bench. That's fine. You don't need to push heavy mint on him. That would be that would be um mm-hmm. But then, uh, so moving on from that, Wednesday play, they play Philly. Uh, this is the first one with the Jimmy Butler era, right? Yep. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. They play the Nets. Um, the Nets are the Nets. They're better this year. The Nets are better this year. Surprisingly, you yeah. Can't, I, I won't say surprisingly because... You know what? It was more of me just saying, like, a team can't be this bad this long. They have to allow other teams to be bad as well. You can't be that selfish and just hog all the badness, you know? <laughs> so hilarious. the Nets are going to bring they're bringing it up. Um, and then they play the Bucks on Sunday. Oh, we they wanted do. to watch that game. Yes, and uh, I think we should watch that game still. Uh, but we'll talk about that after the show, if that's cool with yeah, that's fine. Okay,
1: um cool. Regarding, I don't know because it's a hard, it's a hard thing to say about. Okay, for starters, I really do think they can beat the Nuggets in the blow. Put my, put my number on that. Put, put, put my, uh, put all bets you on that. A, I think they can you do. They can. Yeah. Did they play them before? They They have played the Nuggets before, I believe. But then you put Kawhi in there, and then you put a solid team effort. (laughs) No, but kidding aside, I think they can blow out the Nuggets if they play their cards right, especially defensively, because the Nuggets have one of the craziest fast teams out there. Like, they have a very, not really a fast team, they just have a very um, wide range of play because... Jokic can shoot threes at the center so well. He's such a yeah. wide. He's such a, a a flexible player. He's he's not really similar to Embiid because Embiid is more lean towards more a, a center role. But Jokic is such a mm-hmm. is such a complex.
0: And he's then, a great, great passer.
1: Yeah, yeah, that too. Murray is just uh, Murray. Murray, whatever. Murray, Murray is just a really uh, Kitchener boy, Canadian yep. born,
0: very like well-rounded Blitzing. player. Great. So I like gary harris a lot too yeah gary harris yeah, gary, yeah no they um actually the raptors have not played the nuggets this season so this is gonna be a first matchup again okay. you know two very good teams so we, we will see how this goes i'm I'm excited. I'm excited for this yeah i'm excited this will be a good game uh Jokic this is what i love again these european players are so skilled with the ball they know how to handle the ball right you know they understand like that's what they need to do to be like really well in this game, right? To really mm-hmm. have the diverse skill. Look at Luka Doncic. Doncic is excellent at ball handling, right? Yeah. And then, like, yeah, and it's a tough challenge to coming against these players like this. It um, is. Philly, I agree. It, this is like this is like a great week to watch Raptors games. Are also a really nervous game because like then you're playing Philadelphia, right? How does Philly go? Um, ignore the Nets and then you play the Bucks, right? Here's... The thing if they somehow the catastrophic thing happens and they lose all four games, this then the box could leapfrog the Raptors. So it's stuff like that, right? Where it's just mm. like we'll see how they go, but you know, it's going to be a tough week. And then again, the week after Clippers, and you would think before the season, like the Raptors thought, okay, the Clippers that's not a bad game, but now that's a legitimate game because the Clippers have one of the best benches in the league and one of the most consistent teams right there. Then they play the Warriors again. This time, Steph will be there. Draymond could be there. Then the Trailblazers. Then the Nuggets. It's a tough way to end the year. So we will see. And I'm looking forward to this. Okay, CJDJ, are we good on Raptors Watch this week?
1: Um, Yeah, I think we're okay. Okay. Um,
0: all right. All right. Um, don't worry, gentlemen. He'll probably bring up... Uh, ladies and gentlemen, he'll probably bring up... Um, I'm so hey, sorry. Hey,
1: we are Raptors.
0: a progressive podcast. Hashtag me too. Hashtag yes. Okay, so we're gonna be looking at a crystal ball. Oh, we're gonna be telling you the future right here. We're gonna be saying where does Markel Fultz go? Now I'm just gonna ask you this question. Okay, Um, we'll talk about why later, but I'm just gonna point blank ask you. You could say anything you want. You could say he's going to the Cavs. He's going here, or is he gonna stay? Where do you see Markel Fultz going? Before I
1: enter that, uh huh, I want to actually. Maybe to Opportunity This is a platform And I, I know We have a solid Listening base I think it goes to show I think I'm, I'm just excited For this podcast It's a platform um, I want you guys To realize two things. For starters uh, A couple of months ago Yeah A couple of months ago The Raptors And the Cavs They had an opportunity To share The woes Of two of their Best players Respectively Kevin Love Demar DeRozan So healthy mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. What I've seen On Instagram Or mm-hmm. Facebook mm-hmm. what of it It really sucks it really sucks it really does that people are you know elevating oh I'm so happy I'm so glad that DeMar DeRozan and Kevin Love are sharing their thoughts and their their heart out telling the world about woes we forget that this young 22 21 year olds right he's a player who is not just clearly suffering from a physical injury but suffering from a mental mental health issue because Mm. You know, like it's already been reported, is that you know it's a lot of it's a lot of basketball uh, psychology around it. That he he's terrified, not necessarily of the game, but he's terrified of shit. Mm-hmm. Right? It sucks to see that people are talking at garbage about it, and I personally have done myself too. I of I his jump shot. But to each their own. What what happens behind the scenes, we don't know, and we have to respect what he's doing the fact that he's going to uh, a shoulder specialist to get it looked out the fact that he's taking the steps and I hope the Sixers are also taking the right steps this guy out regardless of whether you keep him in the Sixers or trade him out he deserves he's an amazing player. you watch watch his clips watch his high school clips watch his uh, you know, college clips he's he's an amazing player. and if he can mm-hmm. get himself up to that same level like I think he's a, he's a prospect I definitely <laughs> I definitely see that over over ball for-
0: yeah Um. Yeah. Yeah, overall. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Because we've been kind of down on them. But I just want to yeah. say that's very well said. I am glad you took the opportunity to say that because mm. that's very important, you know. You know, when it comes down to this, when we're looking at these celebrities on Instagram, on what news outlet No, we get a chance to make fun of their jump shot or make fun of something like that too. But you realize that these are people too, right? And it does affect them uh, mentally, right? Some players take it a lot better than others, right? Some players are like, you know, they, they thrive off this stuff, right? If you're like looking at Kobe Bryant, he takes that challenge, right? But not everyone is the same in these regards. Um, and Markel Fultz, you know, he's having a hard time. And then you kind of forget, um, CJ, DJ, Markel Fultz is around our age, right? Mm-hmm, and ima- mm-hmm, imagine, is, yeah. imagine that pressure, right? Perform, that pressure just getting out of college, not even finishing college, right? Exactly. Going into professional league and then having yourself made fun of almost as a failure, having that bus label too, right? And you know, it's a tough ride. It is really a tough ride, it is, right? It's, it's a tough career because here's the thing. If you're a celebrity or if you're a pro athlete, you're gonna be in the limelight all the time, right? And you expose yourself to this. And you know what? It's do. It is a yeah. hard job to do sometimes because this is the factor that you don't look at. I, 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 I agree with you. Like I've been looking at like Instagram comments, um, and some of the stuff that people say it's it's wrong. I do reflect back on like me making those you know, those like jump shot jokes and things like that too. And we both, I think a lot of people made these jokes, right? And as mm-hmm. basketball fans, it's just in our instinct to kind of, you know, joke around about that. But when it comes down to someone's own kind of mental health, that's a tough thing to repair compared to a physical injury. Um And you know what? I, I'm not looking for I'm like, I would love every time I say a joke like that. I would love if Markel Fultz gets going again. Every time I made a Derek Rose joke, I would love to see Derek Rose get going again. Um, but it's just so much easier to express that negativity. So I'm really glad uh, and really thank you for uh, sharing that message because that was an excellent message for you to share. Of course, of course. Um, yeah, no, no, but no. Uh yeah, yeah. Um I'm so I'm, I'm very glad that you had a chance to say say that. Thank you. Uh where do I see him? Where do you see what do you see happening with his future? That's what I'm saying. Do you because just give you a little lay down? You know, we'll give like the whole premise, right? Everyone probably already knows right now that Mark Fultz said from his camp that he doesn't see his future being with Philadelphia, he's still seeing the specialists, they're doing some work there. Um, Phoenix has expressed interest, but the 76ers say that, that Mark Fultz is not going anywhere. Where do you see him go?
1: I maybe, and if this is this is like sheer, this is properly looking at the crystal ball, I would love to see him. Imagine okay, that. Okay. Imagine. Imagine Marco Fultz. And, that's a solid. That's a solid front back team. Back, whatever. Back. Yeah.
0: That's back that's backcourt. Back sorry, Matt. Solid backcourt. So. Before you continue on, while you go with your explanation, please tell me how Dennis Smith Jr. fits into this equation. Oh, I forgot about him. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, imagine that
1: backcourt, right? Um, Dennis Smith Fultz, Luca Don. Actually, Luca can probably play. Small four, if I'm being right, and then he get can. Dennis, get Dennis, because he's a big guy, right? Um, yeah. and he can then look good, uh, sorry, not Dennis Smith Jr. Play point. I'm pretty sure if even with the with the with the broken jump shot, you can probably he probably still has a solid basketball IQ to pass the ball, the ball around a floor. General. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if how about you? Where do you think? Where do you see him?
0: Okay, so I, I thought about this for a bit. Um, uh, him being on Philly was always the toughest situation, in my opinion, especially with Jimmy Butler there right now. 'Cause the point the fact the fact is he's just not getting enough time. Um, the nice thing about being on a tanking team, you see this with D'Angelo Russell, you'll see this with like Devin Booker. When you're on a team like that, um, you get all the time to play professionally against these best players, kind of in a more low pressure environment, right? Compared to Philly, which is a contender right now. Cause, you know, this team's not gonna be winning. You wanna win, that's great, but you know this team doesn't have it to quite and you have your chance to like Like, really, really compete. You have a chance to really develop your play, right? So him being on Philly was always kind of an issue with me. And I really do think that he will get traded because Philly could just cut their losses. And I'm sure another team will take a gamble on it. But the issue is, and you will agree with me on this, the point guard position is probably the deepest in the NBA, there are a lot of quality point guards out there right now, right? There are a lot of there are a lot of um, underappreciated. Yes, underappreciated. Like there's it's like a lot of good options right here. The fact yeah. the fact of the matter is Dennis uh Dennis Schroeder is on the bench for the Thunder, and I feel certain teams could probably use a point guard of his caliber. But there are a lot of good point guards in this league. There are a lot. And you have to really think which team would be willing to take that game, right? And you, you're gonna hate me for saying this. I'm gonna ask you this question: Who is the point guard for the Indiana? Panthers? Who's the point guard? Is it for Oladipo? Indiana? No, 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 no. Oladipo is like shooting guards. Oh, I don't know. Then who's their point guard? Darren Colson. You remember him? Oh, from Didn't this is the, the guy that's the, the guy that's been on like a thousand teams. With... Darren Colson. How do you spell that name? Dar. It's like Derek Darren Collison, like that. Okay, well, your point being. My point being, Darren Collison, uh, Collison. It looks like collision a little, but like that'd be such a cool last name, Darren Collision. Oh man, <laughs> Darren Collison. Not... Oh my, Collison. God. Collison. Yeah, Collison, Collison, right? Yeah. Um. Here's the thing. He is not a great point guard. Um. Nine points a game. He is not like tier level, right? And I'm looking at this Indiana Pacers team, right? I'm like. Why not give it a gamble, right? Markel full looks kind of it's kind of tricky with him right now because he people know that he wants to leave the team. Philly's not in a favorable negotiating um area it's right, not, right now. Nope. Yeah. If the Pacers can get him for cheap, imagine having the opportunity to say, Hey, we're gonna rotate you into this Pacers team, which you know has been good this year, but not at that level. We're gonna put you in and see what you can do. And if he develops and becomes that first-round pick again, which is tough with that injury, great. The Pacers just got a first-rounder for basically nothing, right? If he doesn't, you bought him for cheap, send him somewhere else. It would work out. And that's what I'm looking for, teams with weak point guards. So that's why I find it really surprising to me that the Suns are taking their chances um, on Markel Fultz. Point guard wise, who's the son? Po- who 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 who's the son's point guard right now? Isn't it Booker? No, he's the shooting guard. What is this? <laughs> 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 I'm
1: I'm loving this podcast so far.
0: It shows how we much Think we about don't know basketball. Know basketball. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the Phoenix Suns' their starting point guard um, right now is. Um, oh God, I'm gonna have oh God, I'm gonna have to cut a lot here. of the
1: silence from here. Honestly,
0: It's a good thing there's like um there's a microphone yeah, okay. to truncate it's, it's very, the silence. Right. They don't play with a pure point guard lineup. It seems to be Isaiah Kinan, but um a lot of times they'll have just Devin Booker, three small forwards, and then the center. So Devin Booker probably slips <laughs> into it, but they don't have a true point guard. So I can't understand why if they want to go after mark Fultz in that case. But the issue is with this is, and this is why my, my thought process, there is so much youth on that team right now, and some players on the Suns aren't getting what I feel that time they need, like Josh Jackson, right? Josh Jackson is still coming off the bench, right? Mm. I don't like that. I feel like he should be starting. Like, this is your young lineup. If you want these guys all going. You should be playing them, right? You should be really getting them those minutes. Putting another young guy like Markel Fultz in there makes it kind of difficult, in my opinion. That's why I would love to see him to go to some team like the Pacers. That's just my opinion. You think so? I think so. Okay. That's that's my opinion. That's my opinion. Do, how, what do you think about him going to Going to where? Going to Phoenix.
1: Going to Phoenix. Um, well, for starters, it would be a step down. Phoenix, on think that world,
0: right? <laughs> They are awful today. They lost to the Lakers by 25
1: <sighs> you no, I think okay. Here's the thing about the Suns, and I'm looking at their lineup right now. Who? It's funny that perhaps the Rockets really made a good good trade, which is a solid. Cause it's weird. The Suns have a solid have a solid core team. They have Josh Jackson, which by the way was one of the the rookies the rookies that we all slept on last last year. Yeah. Um, DeAndre Ayton, which I think he'll only get better from here, improve and improve every game. Devin Booker scored seventy. Um, Ryan Anderson, another great pickup, and freaking Jamal Crawford's in there. Yeah, I know. Like that's hey, that's a veteran. That's a veteran that I think is one of those um, Charles Barkley players where he'll make an impact, but he won't win a chip. Yeah, you know it's weird. It sucks, but it's 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 a true. Unless he moves to a solid third seed, imagine him with the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Oh, imagine him with, the, imagine Kyrie Irving and Jamal Crawford out. Handling each like as oh, a te- wow. as teammates as teammates mm-hmm. not even not even against each other as, as teammates.
0: teammates. Oh god! Right? Oh, it,
1: gosh. It's not it's not really welcome in a in a team based game. But mm-hmm. I just imagine let's say they're up by ten and Kyrie's yeah. like, all right, this I'm gonna cross this guy and he's he he breaks an ankle layup and they get the ball back again and Jamal's like alright I got you step over shimmy and then he does like a a, a base god and then whatever the hell they call it and then a jelly <laughs> oh my goodness that would be an insane game I would love to but the Suns have a solid team need to get their shit together
0: <laughs> yeah, I yeah, they need to get their shit together. Yeah, it's it's uh, not
1: even like it's not even like there's no ta- there's no talent issue here. They have a solid they have the same issue with the Celtics. The Celtics just for some reason are in the air, but the Suns they need either a change coaching, maybe I don't, I don't know um, leadership issues, maybe maybe is it book
0: is it Booker is Booker really the leader of this? Can we? Uh, can we- uh, I'll ask you that question. Why are the why are the Mavs doing good this year, but the Suns aren't? Even though the, the Mavs and Suns had a very similar um to each other last year. Wait, say that again. Who, what? Why are the Mavs doing well this year, while the Suns are not doing that well this year? Considering the fact they had a very similar record last year. Um,
1: you know what? I don't know. Maybe, maybe the Mavs just have a very... No, because they have DeAndre Jordan now. They have Luka Doncic, great player. Uh, they have Nowitzki, but they already have a veteran too. They have they have Jamal Crawford as a veteran. Perhaps and Ariza. sorry, Anariza, Anariza, and Ryan Anderson too. So to say that I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a leadership. It's uh, an alpha dog. No, it's just one of those things. Um, but yeah. Um, I do, I do, right. see, I do see faults in there though. I really do see faults yeah. being a solid player. If he, like faults can, that's the thing about faults. He's just a flexible player. He can fit in any team. And actually, no, he won't be able to fit in. Let me tell you why. Why? Because I feel like the Warriors would um, just put him. Cause tell me, where's Swaggy P? Oh
0: yeah. Oh gosh. Right. What is Swaggy P doing nowadays? Exactly. Is Exactly. Still on the Warriors? Or is he just like kind of been phased out? Or.
1: I don't know. That's a, that's the weird part. I don't know. He just disappeared. No, he still You're plays son. for the Warriors. He still plays for the Warriors. I think he's either sitting out and... In- I don't know,
0: but yeah, you, you haven't really heard much about Swaggy P. He got his chip, though. He got his chip. Here's his thought, though. No, he got arrested. I oh, what? 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 I'm
1: looking at the news right now. Ex-ex-Warrior Nick Young. What?
0: Yeah. Swaggy P? What? Oh, my gosh. When did this happen? I did yeah. not hear about... Oh,
1: nothing. nothing's on him right He's not in the team right now. He's in or he's a free agent, sorry. you see my point? Do you see my point there, friend? It's it's um it's a weird endeavor. You put faults in a very solid team. He can win a chip by just being in there. Just being there. Yeah. Uh, it would suck because I would love him. I would love to see him perform. It. Who okay. do I think ne- who do I think needs a Markel Faults right now? You know what? The Nets could pick up a solid shooter again if false gets his I, I think
0: the Nets actually have an over death in um, you think so their point guard you have D'Angelo they're, Russell. they're
1: top heavy and,
0: yeah they have yeah. D'Angelo Russell and Spencer Dinwiddie who is actually very underrated he's actually a really good point guard uh, in fact he's kind of the reason why um, D'Angelo Russell doesn't get like huge minutes on that team it's because Spencer Dinwiddie's very consistent so D'Angelo Russell has like kind of a subpar game they have no worries about putting Spencer Dinwiddie
1: okay fair enough
0: but I was about to say I know this team already has Deontay Murray but imagine if the Spurs got Markel for. Spurs I don't see it
1: you don't see it? No, really. I don't see it. Greg Popovich would rip him apart. <sighs> Believe me, it's cause cause the thing about Greg, Pop- Greg Popovich, he's not a charity. He's not a charity.
0: <laughs> you you know? don't think so?
1: <sighs> no, he's not a charity. Greg Popovich is not a charity. He's not. He he sees a player who's not great, and if he doesn't find any use for him, I think okay, it's I guess I think It's tough because my argument stands. Greg Popovich is not a charity worker. Yeah. um i think he'll improve him and i think if faults were to play there for a season faults would one definitely and i really do say this definitely get his mindset back. honestly mm-hmm. being surrounded with a coach who has so
0: much wisdom about the game it seems uh, like a good place for him
1: to be that's one
0: but yeah go on yeah like being
1: being surrounded by a great team great an, an even greater coach perhaps arguably the best coach bar none. yeah the best coach ever, I-, I could even say, and grow in that team. Not necessarily yeah. perform. I can mm-hmm. definitely see him in the Spurs jersey,
0: though. I think he'll look good and great. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: But other than that, uh, it's it's a tough sell because again, Popovich is not a chair. So. Yeah.
0: But here's the thing, on the Spurs, he doesn't even worry about shooting threes. Because the Spurs just ah, don't shoot threes. That's segue <laughs> though. That's segue, that though. segue okay. though. So that was Markel Fultz. We will bring up more Markel Fultz news when it happens, but we just wanted to give like a little lay down on our thoughts about it. But the Spurs have been pretty awful. Pretty, pretty awful. Um, And I'm very worried about this team right now. Um, I feel this could go really badly for them, but to get to our topic, um, Greg Popovich said, and I quote, there's no basketball anymore. There's no beauty in it. It's pretty boring. <laughs> and this occurred after a couple of blowouts. They got blown out by um, Minnesota. Um, and then they lost like- again, By 40, 40 points, I think? It was by 40 points nearly. Yeah. And you, you hear that? Like, that doesn't sound like the San Antonio team, No, right? it does I don't know. It's, yeah. There's like a lot to talk about this. So we can talk about just as Spurs in general, like how we think they're doing because they have been... Why they're doing so poorly. Uh, you know what? And I think... I think Pop's quote kind of captures it because today they beat the Trailblazers. That's nice. But then they get blown out by the Rockets. get blown out by the Timberwolves. They have a very close game with the Chicago Bulls. It's a tough time. It is a tough time, and I feel... I agree. And I feel it's tough to thrive in this league if you don't adapt to what's happening. And the whole idea is to get smaller and start shooting. And the thing is, the Spurs just got two players that kind of thrive in a very old way of playing the game. LaMarcus Aldridge, who loves his mid-range shot, and also DeMar DeRozan, not the best three-point shooter. And that's the issue right there, where they're not going for that shooting ability. And that's what he's referring to here in this quote, because there's no beauty in it. Essentially, he feels that it's just all... A three-point shooting game it's not fun there's not that skill there's no fundamental the passing's not there it's just whoever's open shoot that three get that three and go on if you miss great whatever who cares we'll go back and shoot the three again and then if we do enough threes we're gonna win the game first off i'm gonna ask do you agree with that yes completely a hundred percent really to an extent Uh, you know i'm not surprised because you're such an old school basketball lover that like this probably yeah okay go on i want to well, I only say this
1: because I actually suck at it. Actually, no, I'm, I'm okay in three-point line. <laughs> no, but I, I suck at the three-point line. Um, Because if you look at it, right, you look at a basketball court, if we were all just shooting three, the, the back and forth of a game would just go, what, maybe 20 feet back and forth, <laughs> right? Yep. You look Right? No, seriously. Like, you, you look at it, it's just back and forth, back to the three, back to the three, back to your three. Now, it's an exaggeration that the game is played in threes now. It's true that the majority or even big men are trying to pick up their three. But I think and it's funny when you were talking about it, I was starting to I was starting to think I was trying to put my coaching hat on. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're going to get coach CJ. um, You can actually find a really strong, especially with 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 Popovich and how he's already been successful to big men. (laughs) what if they just played top heavy defense so instead of doing shooting guard point guard you do shooting guard point guard small forward up top right hold down the three line and then let the paint collapse so that the big men inside the paint which which then you have to put Two big guys, two strong big guys. That, like for example, the Twin Towers, the Spurs won their f- or when Tim Duncan uh, with Robinson, with Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> the Twin like, literally Towers, the <laughs> literally yeah. the opposite
0: players, literally <laughs> the opposite players. they Robinson opposite
1: to Davidson. Yeah. So um, you you put you put the Twin Towers or some form of the Twin Towers, really tall team, a really tall tall duo inside, and I think you'd you'd be able to hold down. I really do think that you really strong top heavy I agree because it's it's a tough game to just shoot it's kinda of, it's boring to play. Not boring to it's a different story.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um you hearing that, Greg Popovich? You're getting some free advice right here. Okay. Yep. You're getting free advice. Yeah. This this young adult Canadian who likes his basketball. You hearing that, Greg? <laughs> hearing that? No. Pay uh, me, Greg. Uh, pay me. Pay me. Pay me. Hire the assistant coach uh yeah, I'm gonna go yeah. Uh, unlike you i didn't watch a lot of 90s ball um i watched some and it's a different game the one striking thing you won't see the three ball go that often the passing like kind of like that group passing idea um that was like a lot more prevalent if you're watching like those bulls games right the whole idea of like the um triangle offense right yeah but yeah um but yeah going back to it um I I don't feel the game is boring to watch because this is what I like I've been watching this for a while I still enjoy watching these games it's great to see someone go shoot up that three I can understand what you mean by saying it's boring to play because you really can't get into those plays as well it's really just the whole fact where he's saying it's a beauty in it it's because he's just like relying on um just one aspect of the game right um You know, I think there is an element of Greg Popovich just being kind of mad because of the situation he's in right now. Um, but, yeah.
1: I guess to finalize the conversation, Greg Popovich doesn't necessarily need to maybe not to add or subtract something to his game. Maybe he just needs to settle. His- I don't know. I think if, if if we're being honest, if Greg was... See, he is he's such an old school coach, but also he's still kind of stuck with his big three mentality, he lost Duncan. He lost. Park. Maybe he's just trying to get used to it. He's playing the old man. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe the grumpy maybe old man. The grumpy old man. Um. And for 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 someone who's been in the game far to the past, he's hated that th- Well, don't just hate it. Embrace it. Actually, not just even embrace it. Manipulate it. Imagine, imagine Spurs team with a solid backcourt and really strong team that can dominate. Not just defensively, but offensively. Because I think defensively, they're different especially mm-hmm. with Popovich, especially with his play style. Um, mm-hmm. Given what they have right now, lineup what I I think it might this and the stretch for this might be the, the the tenure of the Spurs. And it's not because it's not because of the Spurs, it's because of the West. b I'm excited to see where, where Popovich is. teams. I think he's not done to just yet. He's got names in his, mm-hmm. in his tenure as a coach. Yeah, yeah
0: yeah. I I don't think he would want to leave the san antonio team um in, in such a bad position like that i don't think he would um it just seems out of character but i do feel this is just his um this is his uh uh this is like probably one of his um most trying times in my opinion when it comes to um uh, when it comes to his basketball career so uh you know we'll we'll, we'll keep it going hopefully this first ship. and i ultimately feel they do they're not the contenders they were before but mm-hmm. um we'll see how they do I still think they could kind of make, like, a low playoff spot, but this is not a team I'm super hyped. Do um, you have anything else to say about that?
1: No, nothing more. I think, let's say, I, I wish the best for the rosens I feel like he looked... It looks like he lost none of this trade. So.
0: Yeah, in terms of, like, getting out of it, like, you know, being a competitor, like, being mm-hmm. on a good team, like he was on the rap, Um, Yeah, I, I think... Um, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. I think that's going to be that for our basketball section. We're going to go to nerd sections a bit. So... Okay, so again, this week, we're going to be talking a lot about Netflix. And um, have you heard about this before, uh, CJDJ? So Daredevil actually has been canceled after a stellar third season. One that I do want to watch. I watched the first two seasons. I felt one was great. Two was great at points, but had some movies, um But I hear really great things about the third season, and I'm interested to check it out. Luke Cage has been canceled. I have not watched Luke Cage, but I heard very middling things about it. The Punisher, which I heard is very good, and Jessica Jones will probably be canceled slash end next season as well. And um, a lot of this has to go with the whole idea that Disney Plus stream is coming in, um, and they're going to be, you know, getting these Marvel shows themselves. Is it called to- Disney Plus. It's called Disney Plus. It's called okay. Disney Plus. That's their new streaming service. Oh, right. um, and they're really and they're really working hard on this Disney service. They really want to overtake Netflix. That's their ultimate goal right now. And they have a lot of shows developing. For example, that and Andor show we were talking about before, right? Um, they're developing a lot of original content to compete with uh, compete with Netflix. And to be honest, apparently um, these Marvel shows actually uh, as they went through the season. Viewership on Netflix has actually went down, um, especially for Daredevil season three, um, because like a lot of people were very like eh about it, right? Um, and to kind of, kind of expand on this point, um, in Canada, Netflix is actually going through, uh, it's going to increase to, uh, it's going to increase by three dollars. Um, and I think for a monthly, for like their standard package, it's going to come up to like 13 $14 a month, right? And that's just getting to like, oh, wow, that's kind of getting into the higher range. And even me, I'm considering like, maybe I should check out Amazon Prime video because that's still about seven, eight, eight bucks. And if it's still the same quality of shows, why not watch it, right? Same mm-hmm. quality of movies, why not check those out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, it's just like a little interesting thing. So, have you watched any of those Netflix Marvel shows? Uh,
1: no. Which says a no. lot about... No? No. I've... um, I tried watching... No, Agents of, Agents of Shield, S.H.I.E.L.D. wasn't even... No, no. That's yeah. like a network TV show. Yeah. So, I've... No, I haven't even tried. Oh, The Punisher I tried watching. Is it The Punisher? Yeah. Yeah. You. Oh, yeah. you tried getting to The Punisher? Hmm, I think I watched like two... Up, uh, or maybe an, an episode, but halfway or 45. Oh. Or if, like 75% in. And you I didn't. couldn't get get into it not that i couldn't get into it i just didn't have the time oh,
0: yeah well, it Dare- I heard, is it good is, uh punisher i'm not i want to watch a punisher uh Daredevil's actually excellent you should watch the first season of daredevil like it's really good i think you'd like it too and like i'm not being like kind of like stereotyping here but um a big element of daredevil is uh the main character has like a con he has kind of like a crisis of faith throughout the show um, Like, his faith, like, he's a Catholic, right? Is, like, really huge and integral to kind of his character in the show. And I feel like someone like you, who's also, you know, very religious, um, could, uh, could kind of get something out of that, to be honest, right? Like, it's really, it's the dynamic you don't really shoot, see. And I really feel you should check out Daredevil Season 1, because I feel like it's really quality Season 1. It's what kind of kicked off this whole, like, Netflix-Marvel train, which has culminated, like, four shows, The Defender, things like that too.
1: okay i might give it a shot i mean we were gonna we were actually considering cutting netflix off because of the price height yeah uh but no I'll, I'll give it a shot i'm sure i can find it and download
0: it illegally illegally illegally, illegally. With the letter e illegally. e there's no crime there's no crime there's no crime, crime. it's, no it. crime. it's no, illegal no crime, guys. guys illegal um but yeah uh, yeah we're gonna get the free trial for amazon prime um uh, video um see how it goes and if we like it cool We'll stick um, with that, right? You're still a student, right? Yes.
1: Yeah, so you can actually get an Amazon Prime student account.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. I, 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 do have one already. Yeah, oh, you do. Have one. Like, so you already have. I just never, I, I never looked at the video. I just use it for shipping stuff. I can use this for the video. But right? you have Prime Video. I, I think that's how it works, right? You get Prime, yeah. you get Prime Video too, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! Okay, I'll, I'll look into that then. I'll yeah, look into you- it because I'm, I'm gonna pick that up. I'm gonna check it out because I hear that. Amazon prime is actually pretty excellent so it's
1: okay uh, I, I I've had it it's okay
0: oh, okay really so t- okay tell me about it
1: it's okay there's a couple of shows there's actually a couple of old movies in there that I I actually enjoyed watching and I had it I don't have it anymore because I don't use Amazon Prime as often um I've watched um what's that movie? not movie what's that Jeez, t- it's like he's not a he's not a spy he's he's just a soldier Wow bro help me out here John
0: um Clancy. Wait is, is this Jack Ryan oh, oh you watch Oh with uh, Jim from The Office Yeah <laughs> Yes Jim <laughs> from The Office Exactly That's what I call him I know his name is John Krasinski But I just call him John Jim Krasinski. from The Office Yeah no I, um, I just feel Yeah
1: It was a, actually a very it was a very fun oh, series I think really? that's the only thing yeah. And like a couple of old movies Um, I I remember watching And re-watching And then re-watching uh, Raimi's Spider-Man Oh, they have
0: that there. They
1: have oh. it, yeah. The amazing. Is it called? The-
0: no, no. It's called Spider Man. Spider Man. Um. Yeah, yeah. I. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. You know what? This is so funny. Cause this thinking to myself, I'm like, I was I was watching a movie. I think I was just. Clean- I I was hearing about this Marvel stuff, right? And I thought to myself, oh, Marvel. It's been a lot. It's been like around so long. And I'm like, ah, don't I remember how good Spider Man Two was? Don't you remember how good Spider Man Two was? That was such a good movie. No, uh, even good. the first one was really good too. I'm just like. It's crazy and then i thought to, to myself I'm like, oh my gosh that movie is nearly 20 years old right yep, now yep. And, and i'm feeling ancient ancient <laughs> those movies were excellent you know what i liked about those movies the most what have you ever seen anything by sam raimi like other than the spider-man and he uh did didn't he direct a transform no no that's michael bay. That's bay no i'm not talking about michael bay um uh he did evil dead do you know what evil I've heard of it. Wait, the recent one or the older one? The older one, like the Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, and then the third movie, Army of Darkness. They're basically like horror comedies. And he has a kind of like a really distinctive style to him. And I just really liked about like how kind of now that I watch those Evil Dead movies and I go back to watch the Spider-Man movies, he has his own flair into it. And it kind of gives that movie that character, right? Because like what I feel about a lot of these Marvel shows, they kind of feel like samey. I like when a character, because you can kind of watch a movie um, and if the director is really good, he leaves kind of like his own mark on that movie and he creates it, right? If you look at like Steven Spielberg, right? Mm. Um, You kind of tell those tropes, right? Where he has like those, like, those, wow, look at those shots and those like fun little action sequences. You can kind of tell it's a Steven Spielberg, like, you know, motion picture. Fair. Um, And then with those Spider-Man movies, you can tell this is a Spider-Man movie, right? I could tell this is like Sam, Raimi's picture and that's why i liked um garden of the galaxy too because they felt it felt so unique to it right it felt yeah. like such a it felt like it had its like own personality compared to like a lot of the other movies where it's oh this feels like i don't know anything about this so like it just feels kind of like eh, samey to me right you're right you're right but yeah i'll look into it I'll, I'll check it out um it's a shame but i don't know the price is just like it's great netflix um but these illegal options that we have so many illegal options just kind of make me think i don't know is there really any point to paying right um i don't know i think they're really feeling the pressure because disney plus will come out and there's just so many more streaming services and you know what thing is disney has like a monopoly on a lot of big franchises right now right and like they'll just keep and here's the thing too they bought fox movies um and tv right so they're getting all of those as well, X Men, whatever, all that stuff. That's coming to this Disney Plus streaming service, right? And Disney is just getting huge. Like they're becoming like this huge nebulous mass of purchasing things, basically. Like it is insane actually.
1: The thing about uh, Disney is that at the they they're like the big four the big four of that's yeah. they'll always have a good series. the thing is... I go a little rare. Um, I, I agree. A while ago, actually, what you said. They're just they're, mm-hmm. they they have the Lion King cash grab, Aladdin yeah. cash grab, cash um, grab. But it's all money. Even like the Caspian series and even the Mandalorian series. The fact that they're the see see. Here's how I see it. Okay, we're gonna get Star Wars next year. Correct. Yep. Star Wars nine. Whatever the heck. Yes. And yeah. Yeah. No 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 title yet. No title yet. Um, we're gonna get we're gonna get Star Wars episode nine next year. We're gonna pay money because we actually, I actually genuinely want to see what happens with Rey. I want to see what happens with the storyline. Now, yeah. let's let's say we make a movie here and there about, or not a movie, sorry, a series about Caspian or a sort a series about uh, the Mandalorian, which are all prequel stories, by the way, right? Yeah. Unless, and here's me. This is just me. Unless it's someone super major, like. Obi Wan or even like Obi Wan after after uh Darth Vader. You know, not not necessarily after Darth Vader di- after Darth Vader died, but after um actually no, we wouldn't be able to see him after Vader. Darth- spoiler alert. But <laughs> Yeah, just see him
0: as a ghost. Just yeah. like him with the other ghosts.
1: Exactly. But no, my point being if, if we could just get an Obi Wan series with after Darth Vader or after um, Anakin turned to the dark side, you know, when he became a proper monk or something, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, or about Yoda and his dark his dark age, because I we all know that the Yoda entered the dark side in some way. Those would be interesting stories. Those would be interesting series. Now, am I welcome and open to this to the idea of having Star Wars series and and prequels to it? Of course, I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. I, I won't I won't say no. But if you look at it from a from a, a very Far perspective You'll get to see Yeah Disney's just Just wants your They're making these (laughs) stories They're telling these Just great You know I'd rather And I'd rather read this in a book If I'm being honest I'd rather read this in a book Over watching I think if you were to Release a book Release a series I'd I'd be well. I'd be open to that Yeah
0: This is what kind of I kind of agree with you Because like the whole point Is just saying like Before Um this director would come saying, like, Oh, I got this idea for this movie. I'm gonna make this movie, right? And he's gonna create this movie and the studio distributes it and gets money out of it, right? But now it's more like the studio saying, We're gonna make this movie with this product. You have to meet this requirement and this requirement and do this and this and this, so we can maximize our profits on it. Can you create this product for us mm-hmm. and just sell it basically? It? And it's just like not, not artistic vision. It's just like create this product and then we'll be able to distribute and make good cash off. Yeah. We're gonna maximize all this profit, right? You know what the business, but here's a crazy thing too. Ten years ago, Disney, the ultimate buyer of what it seems like everything right now, they were actually um, apparently they were they were in the lower spot and potentially were they could have been bought too by I think CBS. They were basically saying, "Oh yeah, we could just buy you" or something like that, or, or it was like NBC, like kind of like Comcast. And then yeah, and then they basically kind of turned it all around. And to be honest, what has been moving this? really has been that marvel i don't think there's ever in terms of like business whoever came up with the idea of purchasing marvel and creating these movies in like that shared universe mm-hmm. is a genius and you know what it's not even like just the money off the marvel movie you're talking about merchandising and here's the fact money off like a movie most of the money actually comes off merchandise actually the actual box office receipts great that's profit but merch Merchandising gets you and that's where the money is made. Merchandising easily, easily. That's where all the cash is coming. Um, you know, getting all that promotion, all that popularity. Like that was such a smart decision, right? Um, and yeah, they're a big giant. And and the issue is if they kind of like, I don't know, if they if they're able to kind of squeeze Netflix out and just take some of Netflix's territory. It, it, I don't know. I I just would hate if they kind of like monopolize. Eventually, everything's just going to be Disney, right? We're going to live in that Disneyfied world. Who knows? I agree. Yeah. We're
1: going yeah. to be running around, um, enjoying our Marvel and and our Star Wars and all that hula. Which, by the way, just to interject, I don't know if you read the news recently. The Avengers Four trailer coming out this Wednesday. Oh,
0: oh, really? Like yeah. Oh, the Infinity Wars Part Two. Oh, well, well. It's not Infinity War Part 2. They're not calling it that, right? They're calling it, um, Annihilation. Oh, really? Avengers, Avengers Annihilation. Annihilation.
1: Yeah. Uh, Avengers, according to this trailer, Avengers 4 trailer, coming out this Wednesday, will now drop
0: on Wednesday morning. Yeah. That's, a, that's such a cheesy title. Avengers Annihilation. It just sounds like a Mortal Kombat movie. There was a Mortal Kombat movie Combat Annihilation. Terrible. Um... i'm sure this movie will be better initially they wanted this infinity war and this um they wanted it to be two parts basically right Mm -hmm. they filmed it as two parts considering the fact that this movie is literally coming out the year after um the other one right yeah yeah um interesting that thing's gonna make a gajillion dollars the most interesting point is gonna be like what happens to the avengers after but we will see um and that's our topic about that so if you guys have netflix I don't know. Maybe look at some other options if you don't really want to pay the premium price. Look at your illegal option. I don't know. Illegal. Illegal. We don't promote, um, you know, stealing content on this. We do not promote illegal. We do not promote illegal. illegal.
1: We promote yes. illegal.
0: <laughs> okay. This is going to be quick. Um, I watched another movie. Um, Have you heard about the movie Bone Tama? No, but I've looked have into you... it right now. And What did you say? I looked into it right now and it looks amazing. It Okay, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not, I, I really want you to watch Bone Tom Hawk. I'm going to give you a quick loadout. It came out in 2015. Okay. And do you remember my review of Overlord? Yes. That uh, and last essentially week, right? Yes, that was two, three weeks ago. Two, three, three, Overlord right? was basically like, it was basically a mesh mash of like a World War II movie, that mm. kind of genre, with like kind of like a zombie sci fi movie right? bone tomahawk is basically a western it's basically like a pure western but then they throw in this like this horror element into it and it's like really it's really interesting i okay my one issue with bone tomahawk is it feels like it's a bit long but you can live with that because the characters are pretty good they're really interesting there's some really good characters in it and you know what i really like western movies like i like kind of like the whole like idea of the western like everyone it everyone seems kind of miserable right but like it's like it's really interesting kind of like genre to watch i like it quite a bit um and like it does its good job at being a western, but the horror elements are really good too. Like it's it makes a very gross test uh, gross test movie, and I really like Bone Tomahawk. And I really suggest you see J D J. You gotta watch this movie. I liked it quite a bit. Um, all all, all the listeners too, check out Bone Tomahawk. It is not for the faint of heart. That would that is all I will say. Great movie. I really liked it. To be honest, um. I probably liked it more than Overlord. Because Overlord, um, I felt in Bone Tomahawk, the characters were much stronger um, compared to Overlord. Wait, what? You think so? Over Overlord? I, I think so, too, because they had some great performers in um, Bone Tomahawk. I really do feel that way.
1: Okay. Well, I remember when I, when, or not, when, you, when you put this on the notes, and it reminded me of the hate. Uh, <laughs> even even the Django... Yeah, they're, they're even Django Unchained, but Django Unchained mm-hmm. was very dark. Yeah. But then now you tell me that it's it's a western and there's some. Which by the way, um, it's on Netflix and Amazon Prime, which says that would probably says a lot about the movie. It's probably a really good movie. It's on both yeah. forms. Yeah.
0: Okay, I'll give it a watch. It's on Netflix. definitely. Sure. So never- it's on Netflix. Check it out. I really do suggest you check it out. It is a bit. It feels. It's a bit long. I was kind of shocked that I'm to hung this and down I had a really good time with Ovi. I was surprised how much I enjoyed Bone Tomah. Okay, um, but yeah, that's that Bone Tomah. Okay, I think we should go right back into the uh, back into our basketball. Okay, um, let's do it. Um, let's do it. Let's do it. We're going to our three point play. If you remember last week, we had our essays. Um, we're gonna keep that to kind of like milestones of the season. So just like kind of like major points of the season, halfway point, three quarters away, just like kind of those points, just to kind of get like a major idea of how we felt that quarter of the season was, what's a big story. So now we're going back to a three-point play. Um, I'll start it off. Okay, so Giannis got stepped over by Mario Hezonosia, Hez- Hinoya. He- Mario, Hezonia, on- I'm gonna say Hezonia, on- by Hezonia. So Giannis threatens to punch him in the groin next time. Both actions, um, getting stepped over and kind of that threat are unacceptable and unprofessional. And why
1: Yes. 100% and one. But yeah. Go on But let me just point it out. Hozonya only scored 2 points in that <laughs> game. <laughs> so is it so so is it unprofessional and unacceptable? I agree. But like do we really need to even like if he gets punched in the groin, I really don't care. He's not even It's <laughs> <a>, like <laughs> so it's unacceptable, it's unprofessional, definitely not welcoming the NBA. But who cares?
0: i know i know it's his it, i will, i only heard about him now after that dunk you know you know what i i think this kind of this is the other point that gets to Giannis too is because it is his like who is this man right who yeah. is just he scores two points and this he steps over it on the poster look at his statue yeah. he only got two points like yeah and like it's just kind of like oh gosh when you step over someone that's like kind of like an Allen Iverson move, right? Yeah, or something like it's like that's pure domination, right? Allen Indiana Iverson, just, Dwayne like,
1: Wade, Kobe Bryant,
0: just the name of uh, yeah, I, yeah. I think he just like looked down. He's like, "This is my opportunity to do something amazing." <laughs> and he, just, just, you know what? For the sake of how much this made me laugh, I'm gonna say, um, you know what? This is a brick. This is a brick to me. I want to see sense. more of this stuff. I want to see more of this stuff. Let's let's get dirty. I I, I want to see fights on court sure i understand unprofessionalism but i'm a bloodthirsty fan right now wait 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 wait, wait. if you
1: want that back that means the bulls can win the championship again
0: yeah (laughs) yeah yeah sure why not why not who cares who cares the bulls michael jordan he'll 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 he'll, like de-age himself so so scotty Pippen, um dennis rodman will leave north korea and come back too um (laughs) but yeah you no, dennis rodman's literally kim jong-un's like best friend too i know i know I know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know if you follow
1: him on Insta. I actually follow I don't follow him on Insta, but some of the accounts that I some of the basketball accounts that I follow Instagram mm-hmm they do make comments about or they do i do see him comment on them uh, he yeah. seems to be very active social media wise especially with like influencers and i remember yeah. w- looking through a couple of comments and he, there was this one account that posted the names of um free agents this upcoming 2018 2019 summer year or like um yeah post or not postseason. End of the season, whoever's gonna be uh free agent. And he made a comment, he said, they forgot me. I'm like, yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, you are a free agent. I agree.
0: He technically is a free he agent. is. Right? he is. Hey, yeah. Hey. yeah. CJ, we're technically free agents too, right? Technically. Um
1: this is my plea. Uh, Charter Raptors, I can shoot. I can dunk now. I can dunk now. I can dunk now. I can dunk now. Give me, you know, put me in a program like Mark Hell Fultz, you know. I can dunk. I can jump. I can dunk. I can trust me. I can
0: imagine you. I can imagine you with the dunk contest, and you just like basically not even not even without the ball, you rip the rim and just hang off it. And like literally everyone's just like going crazy, like 10 out of 10s. Like, whoa. Yep. i understand that zach levine did you know a triple quadruple in the air flip um dunk 360 windmill no scope no scope while wearing a superman cape (laughs) but cj but cj dj touched the rim wow claps done (laughs) Dunk contest save uh but yeah like um Danny DeVito would be. De- um, oh, but yeah. yeah. Definitely, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I- I'm going to say this is a brick because I I, I want to see. It- it's funny. It's a funny little story. And you know what? Sure. Like, I understand. It's like, okay, it's not the most professional thing to do. I understand that. But mm-hmm. um, as long as he doesn't actually punch him in the groin. Just basically posterize him. That, that's fine. If you posterize a guy, that's fine. No big deal. Yeah. Just don't actually punch him, be honest. I don't want you being suspended. You're too good for that. Yeah, but yeah, I, I don't mind. It's just it's just a little fun. It's just a little fun. It is. Okay, it is, it is. let's get to our next point.
1: Um, Oladipo has the Pacers, skin with Turner and Sabonis. Evans will also ex- will still finish top four.
0: I'm going to say in one. I know Victor Oladipo is a huge part of this team, mm-hmm. but this knee injury is very... They don't know how bad it is they don't know how long they'll be out they're very optimist but um he's he's such a big part of their team i feel like they can hold on and this is my fingers crossed saying like i hope it's not too severe of an injury i think this is a good chance for the other players because here's the thing i always like bringing up too a lot of times, some of the best players come out of a team when the best player, and this kind of goes into our next point, where the best player on that team is injured and they have a the time to shine. A good example of this is Paul George. Danny Granger was injured and he was out for a long point of time. And that's the only thing that really gave Paul George the opportunity to expand his game and become a superstar, right? Yeah, that's true. Basically, for one to kind of rise, someone kind of needs to fall sort of on the team, right? And I think this is an opportunity. So Oladipo's out for Sabonis and Miles Turner. Uh, Tyreek Evans can hold his place. He's played well before um, to kind of expand their game and kind of get their confidence going and then work in Oladipo again and just become a stronger team. Because what I feel, it, it kind of is advantageous to have a few of your best players out for a bit and have, like, your other team get super into it because then they develop that um, experience that they wouldn't have if they were playing just, like, low bench minutes, right? And when eventually those good players do come back, you have, like, a much more well-rounded team going forward. Um, so I ultimately feel, hopefully, that uh, Oladipo's knee is not too bad and he comes back soon, um, and then they will still finish top four in the East, yeah.
1: Uh, what are your I think, thoughts i think there's a oh. um i agree with a lot of your key points though i just don't know how to argue or with a brick because i don't not that i don't follow the Pacers that well it's just i've always seen them as the mid um uh, mid not mid-season right? mid uh conference or mid-standing mm-hmm. right they're either really really bad like they'll they'll be in the bottom maybe 11th spot or they're right in the mid- uh, no but but like you like they're they're if they're fourth that means that that's their peak um, I definitely do think that if they, to build a, even with an injury, I think if you give them a year or 2 they there'll be a solid Eastern threat. It just sucks that they lost, because imagine Paul George, Lance Stevenson.
0: actually. Lance Stephenson? Lance
1: Stephenson? Yeah. TJ? <laughs> yeah. My identity's been uh, no, Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, no, maybe, maybe not even Lance Stephenson, just Paul George. Because it's interesting, because, um, Oladipo took, took protege position with him. look where he's at right now. Oh, I, I don't,
0: there. do you think it was a protege thing I don't feel a thing do you think Westbrook was like kind of mentoring I don't think so I think it was just I feel it was more Westbrook holding back all the depots
1: I just think no not, not really hold because like you get to it's like it's like with, with, with LeBron and the Lakers you get to play with one of the best in the league Right? With Oladipo you get to play with one of the best and you pick up a couple of things. You learn a couple of things. You work harder, you play smarter, you play faster. The same with mm-hmm. old Depot. He had to amp his game up to get with West and the fact that they're really good friends at the end of it. Says yeah. a lot about Westbrook Old Depot. And now the old Deepo leading his own team. Um, you build around him now. Before it was he was a piece to building around a certain player, but now he's mm-hmm. the, he's the core builder. Um, okay. yeah. The the paces will be there. The paces will um, well uh, are we expecting old depot to come back? Back
0: they say the near future, but they do not know. So it's very bleak. Not bleak, but very it's very uncertain so far. Okay. So I'm hoping there say they say there is structural damage. Um and that's kind of scary to hear. It but is we it will is. see. Yeah, we will see how it goes. Um, okay. Um I will read you the next point. Okay. The young Lakers kind of look lost. None of them are really expanding their game. They don't look like they're developing in the way that you would expect young talented players to develop. LeBron is responsible for this, and Magic Johnston is basically suffocating his younger players by bringing him this really ultimate talent to the team. And one? uh <laughs> the
1: Brick. The the, brick? Uh, the young Lakers look lost only because Le- it's the same for every team that LeBron gets in. Look at the Cavs when LeBron went in, look at the, 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 the Miami, or oh, sorry, look at the Cavs when LeBron came back. Look at the Miami Heat when Miami when when he went to Miami, right? Mm-hmm. The young team the young core of those two teams were like, Okay, we, we used to have a leader in blank, we used to have a leader in Wade, we used to have a leader in Irving, and now you're giving the keys to a guy who, team hopping. Which to be fair, he does it for a very like I think if LeBron gets to win a championship with the Cavs and Miami Heat and the Lakers, that's the first. He'll be the only player to win throughout different championships or
0: Wait, yeah. really? No no one's ever won three championships? No. With- nope. Or like, um, my yeah, point like- is, he
1: hasn't won, there's no, I don't think there's been a player who's won a championship in every team. I think oh, that's it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so to each their own, right? Um, I think LeBron just, I think it's the same with the the young guns need to learn how to hang with them. That's it. They just okay. need a little bit of time and LeBron says, I'm here for four years. If we can win one, cha- if he can win one championship in four years with this, Lakers team without trading anyone? Because I really do think he has a lot of good players in this in this team. I think as much as we talk bad about Lonzo, Lonzo's a great player. Like in in deep down, he's a great player. He's one of those players too that are that is also struggling met, like um psychologically. I don't know about mentally, yeah. but psychologically, I think that that's it. Like it's just a matter of um mm-hmm. like he needs to realize that he was a great player. He still is a great player. He's yeah. he's changing his jump shot, which is great, but he just needs to read, like, as LeBron said a while ago, right? He doesn't know
0: how good of a Yeah, man, I want him to see. Yeah, I do yeah. want him. Um, you know what? I'm going to counter you on this. This is a swish for me, to be honest. Yeah? You brought up some good examples, but I'm going to ask you this. Sure. When LeBron went to Miami, um, Dwayne Wade was a very established player at that point, right? Agree or disagree? Sorry, say that again? Dwayne Wade was a very established player at that point when LeBron joined Miami. Disagree or agree? Agree. Uh, how about Chris Bosh? Pretty established player at that point, right? Yeah. Kyrie Irving, pretty established player. One of the best point guards in the league at that point. Agree or disagree?
1: Eh, it's okay. He was a
0: very good point guard. He's a good player, was he but he wasn't, than, was a, he, he wasn't an established was he, point guard. Was he better than Lonzo Ball at that point? Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Yes, Easy.
0: okay. Kevin Love, established. Yes. This is what I'm saying. Now, think about it hard. Great okay. players on those teams, right? They yep. kind of diminish their stats a bit. But I'm going to ask you this question. Can you name a young player on a LeBron James team who didn't establish themselves before, who became a big star afterward? Can you name a single player? From the past? Yes, on LeBron James' team.
1: Other than Kyrie Irving?
0: Well, here's the thing. Kyrie Irving, I felt like he was a very good player at that point in his own right. He but he's not an established a... player at the time. He, I felt he was. He okay, was, okay, okay sure. Out of those players I mentioned, he's maybe on the cusp. But he had his game going. He was confident in his game, right? I'm asking you this. When LeBron James goes to a team, do you ever see young players making something about themselves, becoming like that much better? Do you or do you not? Yes. Yes. It's it's really tough because LeBron James is such a presence. He's such a talent. And in order for his talent to really be there, he needs the ball and he needs to be going. To be honest, looking at this Lakers team... None of the young ones, they don't really have the time. They don't really have the experience. They're not really getting those minutes, that the opportunity to actually develop their own game and be an excellent player in their own right because LeBron's there and LeBron is doing what LeBron always does. Here's the thing. I don't think any of them are really developing. There's a difference of being like having a player and them teaching you it. That's a veteran. That's what Vince Carter does. He goes into a locker room and he offers that veteran leadership. Great. LeBron James is still very very good and what I feel he's doing with these young players he's kind of stifling their development somehow and I feel Magic Johnson he had the chance to get LeBron James he took it right now I really wish it was actually maybe a season after or two years after because I wanted this Lakers team and this young core to develop together a bit before because I'm thinking about it anybody Player that went to the Cavs, any player that went to Miami, all the young players, the established ones did fine. Young players, nothing really came out. Tristan Thompson, not much. Kyrie Irving left Cleveland because of mm. LeBron, basically. And I think it's a tough situation that these kids are in right now because they're not getting that opportunity because LeBron James is such a presence on this team. The team is better, but if you're looking at the long term, maybe this isn't the best for the long-term plans and i really do believe that
1: okay I think I do. I think you do. I I guess I can. I, it's it's an, it's, the LeBron, it is. it's the LeBron James. It's the LeBron James, and it's sometimes not even. It's not even like a negative thing too, or it's not even a positive thing. It can also be, as you said, a very negative. Right. I do agree that if you put a big time, a big name like like LeBron James or right? LeBron James, you know, it's it, <laughs> it's it becomes taxing on a player, not just not just me, but also you have to. So what what's to say though? Who are we to say that LeBron yeah, carry this team out mm-hmm. of the West and potentially Raptor. And Matt, I, I would just, uh, I would love like as much as I love my
0: Raptors. You know, um, I would love to watch a good game. I mean, I know what you mean. A classic Lakers Lakers, Celtics. Right. It'll be like it's back, like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. <laughs> yeah, we can we can go that far, right? But we can't go Bulls. We can't go Bulls Jazz for some reason. Oh gosh, Bulls and Jazz. Man, I don't think you I don't think you'll see that matchup for a long... I, I give it a year. <laughs> hey. You heard it first, folks. You heard it first.
1: Watch, watch in the year, next season, it's going to be the Bulls and the, and the the Jazz NBA championship. What's going to happen with the Warriors? We'll find the out. The NBA
0: D-League championships, you mean? Wah, wah, wah. Hey, by the way, speaking
1: of the D-League, um, or the G-League, um, Anthony Bennett scored 36 36- points in the oh,
0: G-League. Wait, in the G-League? Yeah. What G-League team is he on? He's in the Clippers, g Oh, yo, that's actually crazy because like, man, the Clippers could actually like bring yep. someone, like him up. Oh, yep. they really could. Yep. They really could. They're like, hey, Anthony Bennett, we're gonna put you in the bench right there.
1: Well, 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 no. Let the thing about Ben is that uh, you know put him in, put him in the bench, and then let him play a couple of minutes. You know, yeah. top, feel feel him up real quick and see where that goes. Yep. But the fact that he oh, went thirty six. Po- sorry. No,
0: no, no. That's, that's good. That's actually really good. Thirty six yeah. points. Oh. I, I was want impressed. to
1: look at that. Yeah, take a look. Oh, that's impressive.
0: Okay, okay. I'll, I'll check it out. Um, Frankly, my pessimistic side saying this, nothing will come out of this. Always nice. Maybe he'll he'll be able to bring some. We'll see. I hope so. Yeah, it'd be cool. It'd be cool. Yeah. Um, Imagine if Anthony Bennett goes down to be the greatest Canadian basketball player in all time after this. We'd you know, be every eating. Or... Everyone would be eating their own. Yep. Everyone. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I think at this point, let's move down to player of the week. TJ, I want to hear your yours
1: first. No, I want to hear yours Okay, you want to hear
0: mine first? Because <laughs> I'm <laughs> looking at easy. the notes, so go ahead. Yeah. It's pretty easy. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant has had quite a week. Um, I think he heard what you said, CJ, DJ. Um, He, had, he heard what you said, and he just went on a tear. But did like he win? Three, he didn't win, yeah. but three straight 40-point-plus performances, just individually amazing he's looked. Insanely good, really confident with his shot again after having Fair. that little slump. Mm-hmm. Um, just crazy, just crazy great stats he's been having. Um, and that's Kevin Durant. Uh, quite easy for me to say, Kevin Durant player of the week. Um, like I said, but anyway, <laughs> I will never be impressed with Kevin.
1: No, I'm I'm. I'm always impressed. Kevin Durant is a talent. All of it. The- I remember watching the Raptors game and him being super upset with a lot of the calls, which yeah. he cannot land. No. No, okay. so he doesn't have that leader, leader mentality. It's it's still Curry, you have to agree. If the, if Katie left, if Katie left or if Katie got traded Warriors or sorry,
0: uh, even without Katie. It's, I'll be honest with you, I never seen Steph Curry as a super great leader. He just seems like a very relax cuz like when I think Steph Curry's a leader, I think back to that 2016 finals and mm-hmm. he kind of he kind of fell apart in those finals to be honest. Fair. Um he kind of did. I don't really see him as, like, kind of like a leader on, like, the LeBron James level, where he's, like, he's, like, you know, he's controlling what's going on. Um, no, but he's a leader just... in the
1: sense that, like, behind behind the scenes and locker room talk. Because uh, court-wise, court-wise, he's... The thing about the Warriors is that there's no leader in, the, in on the court when it comes to a player. There's no proper yeah. leader because you have three... Uh, okay. If we were to remove KD, you would have three great leaders there who would know how to play the, the game to the Warriors. Play. The rest of the team, regardless of who's quote-unquote leading at that time of the play would be able to uh interact and communicate okay this ball goes here move the ball here take it or take a two or take the layup or take the dunk or whatever they, right when it comes to uh uh like locker room stuff even just mentally curry has that curry has that remember guys we're a strong team we're a great team katie okay. has his emotion it's
0: okay tough. that's fair okay that is fair okay so.
1: Okay. Uh my player of the week. Um I couldn't <laughs> find any other I was gonna say Kawhi Leonard, but like that would be too biased on my end, but again then okay, again, Derek Der- Rose, Der- isn't, Rose biased. isn't biased. Is biased?
0: Derek Rose isn't
1: biased? Okay. The only reason Derek Rose has been I'll always give props to. Them. He's playing so he's playing so consistent now and oh my gosh, I would love to build a team around him. I would love to build a team around him. Um uh, because right now the Wolves are built it's not bidding more. the fact that that Rose's cat, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm just a fan. I'm just I'm just enjoying it. I'm 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 a big underdog guy. Derek Rose yeah. for me.
0: Oh no, I, I'm actually great. I, I, he's on my fantasy team, and I love Derek Rose. He's he's super consistent. He doesn't get you too many assist like stuff out of like you know points, but you right. know it's just great to see this really like he's been like, doing a great job, mm. and uh, I really hope his confidence just expands as he goes out through this year. So yeah, Derek Rose for sure. Okay. Um, players of the week, games to watch. Uh, I think we talked a lot about this already with Raptors games. You want to be watching that game with the Nuggets. Want to be watching that game with Philly. You want to be watching that game with the Bucks. Yep. All three. Easy. The I Nets think... game. Nets game. You can probably skip. But yeah, those games are excellent. Yeah. Go yeah. on. Go on.
1: No, I I definitely agree. I think um, it's gonna be a fun if they can win all three. All four. Or all four including the Nets. Uh, oh, yes, the Nets. Oh. Okay, fine, oh, fine, yeah, fine. Sure. All four, all four. For, <laughs> throughout, for the week. If they go in all four and successfully hold down their current win streak, mm-hmm. I'd say the, the East has a lot. I think there's going to be a lot of... Uh, I think the East needs to catch up at that point, at this point, mm-hmm. right? Um, What, the Celtics are... Excuse me, fifth place? fourth. Or sorry, not even... Sorry, sixth place. So yeah. they were eighth... Now they're six. They're moving up, which I, I hope they, they really do. I would love some comp to the top. The Bucks will always be there. Um, I think they're going to stay at second, the 76ers. But other than that, I the Raptors have a good strength. East playing those couple and show should either show what they do work on
0: or will show what their strengths are, which would be a very interesting film to watch. Very true. Very true. Um, I, I, I think like another, um, another game to watch... It's this mini series between um, the Lakers and Spurs. They're playing two games against each other, uh, back to back. I I I watched actually their first encounter, and it was a really fun game to watch. Um, I want to watch the next one, so uh, I I think I'll be checking those games out as well too.
1: Um, there aren't any. The thing about the Christmas or December set, they tend to slow the scheduling. Other than very very interesting matchups,
0: they don't have a lot because they want to save Christmas Day. Are are we getting? Are you getting like a late? Golden State game? Sorry, is is there like a Lakers Golden State game on Christmas? NBA Christmas? Oh, imagine if they just do Lakers Cavs. Oh wow! No, it is Lakers Warriors. Oh, yeah, see, they know they, no, they're not gonna do Lakers Cabs. How boring of a Christmas game would that be? Yeah, they know why they do. LeBron James. That's yeah. Crazy. What about the Raptors though? Who
1: else is playing, who, who else is
0: playing a, NBA Christmas games? Who else is playing on Christmas?
1: Thunder and Rockets. Which
0: yeah. Sixers uh, and um, the Celtics. Versus, versus okay, sure, whatever. What's versus Knicks. Versus South- yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know about
1: that. Oh, oh
0: no, because Giannis could punch him on Christmas Day. Oh,
1: now. I forgot about. I, I think they foresaw this. They foresaw so, this happening. They foresaw it. I don't know. If that's even. They David saw it Stern, coming.
0: David Stern looked into the crystal ball that is Adam Silver's head yep. and predicted. <laughs> You like that, right? No!
1: <laughs> don't do. Don't. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I feel like that's how this, the NBA scheduling committee works. Oh, great Dave, Oh, great David Stern! What are the next games? And then you see David Stern turn around like with his big leather chair on like um like it looks like a that like a chair like a Daniel's chair, and he looks and he grabs his golden glove, and then you see you see uh, uh, what's his name? Adam I Silver. Adam Silver sitting there, it's like home, and then David Stern is like rubbing Nixon his bunks. balls christmas balls. 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 day yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah and he takes a snap at the finger <laughs> that's it ladies and gentlemen we just found out the nba's deepest darkest secret adam silver's head
0: <laughs> shiny shiny head that's it oh um, I'm of, I, I don't think adam silver i'm gonna search adam silver did adam silver have hair <laughs> the first thing i see is just like him with a face there's no pictures. There's no pictures. I'm going through. Google. There's no pictures with Adam Silver with any any hair, really. Oh my gosh. Has he been balls since birth? No, I literally. It's like he hasn't existed before. Like he the came NBA. into the NBA. It's like David Stern created him. Like he he like formed them from like the fires of Mordor or something like that. No, created... the fires of the Bulls. <laughs> literally he created this Adam Silver just so he uses. There's like nothing. What the hell? There's nothing here. What the heck? Google it yourself. There's no Adam Silver pictures with hair. Like there's nothing of him in college. Nothing. That's actually kind of creepy. (laughs) (laughs) I see like I saw like a Reddit post. Oh gosh, this is funny. Trying to picture Adam Silver with any hairstyle and it just doesn't work. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's really weird. That's really weird, actually. I don't know about that. I'm looking. At- okay, whatever.
1: All right, I that's see you, David Stern. I see okay, that's you with your that's NBA really conspiracy scary.
0: theories. That's really scary. Yeah. Actually, okay. Okay. Um. Okay. Let's. end That coming up? You know, watch. I saw a really post, and it was basically called like "crappy superpowers." The word wasn't "crappy," but we're a PG show here, so i are going to say it. Um, so shitty. So basically... So yeah, sure. Okay, fine. <laughs> superpowers. And this one guy posted, you can understand any language, but it is dubbed over by Danny DeVito's voice. And every comment was basically like, how is that a bad thing? How is that a bad thing? How is that a bad thing? Um, so on a scale of amazing to heavenly, how great would it be? I think it would be beautiful. I, I think mean, it would like, be... It, yeah. It, it would be absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. I think it's like the one thing... In this world, uh, that would be much more amazing than um, Adam Silver's bald head.
1: I feel, I feel like, I feel like Danny DeVito and David Stern made Adams. Think about it.
0: Are you saying they made? They had a child and named him Adam? Silver? That no, they.
1: That, no, that's that's too human. They're not. They're not human. Don't forget. <laughs> Danny DeVito said, "We need a protege to you, Stern." And then Stern said, "Oh, great, DeVito." Bless me with a protege. And DeVito snapped, fell off his chair, said like, crap. And he snapped again. And thus, Adam
0: Silver is born. Yeah. Okay. Sure thing. You know yeah. what I would like about this, though? Um, I would basically, with this power, I would basically watch Detective Pikachu in, like, Japanese. And there, Pikachu would have to be voiced by Danny DeVito. And I could live out my dream.
1: No, you know what? What if? What if? They made a Danny DeVito. No, sorry. What if Danny DeVito both voiced Detective Pikachu and played as Deadpool?
0: Danny the Deadpool. Vito. <laughs> and that, folks, is Nerds in Basketball. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Thank you for listening.
1: No! <laughs> <Yo>, Danny DeVito!
0: <laughs>